Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. Oh, it feels wonderful. It feels like it's been way <laughs> too long between my has- having COVID and travel and mm-hmm. you having a guest on the show. And, and it's we took a week a month, of a break. Yeah, the, our did. last two, epi- we took one week break, but uh, last week, I think. And yeah. the last two, epi- three episodes before that um, was two of them was me with a guest and one of them was you with a guest. Yeah. So the last time we, we it's been, yeah, literally About a month, a month. Since, since the yeah. last time we, hi, Ali, hi, Michelle. <laughs> so I've learned a couple things with that. Mm-hmm. Number one, I, I miss seeing your face. We do text in case people wonder. We are absolutely best friends and we do text each other and share each other's joys and sorrows and like, hey, did you see this meme? Um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, obviously, I'm, I learned that I'm missing your face and talking to you in person. Uh, well, as much as in person on Zoom is. Yeah. But also, I learned not to take a big drink of coffee before you're about to drop something funny on me because I literally almost killed my keyboard. <laughs> oh, no. And I didn't, I didn't even mean to be funny. No, it was just funny. It, just struck, <laughs> it struck my funny bone. But anyway, so, you know, beware if you're drinking coffee around Allie. She may actually make you do a spit take. Nice. <laughs> New skill I'll add to my resume. There we go. Voiceover work and ridiculously funny at times. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, I'm super excited. I mean, I'm super jealous you got to go to WordCamp Europe and have that amazing experience. And you went with your real daughter, not your work daughter. I love love (laughs) Lydia. I went with my birth daughter. That's right. She she had fun. Yeah. She, so she drove in Athens, which we had no idea. Like we rented a car for the week. She dropped me off in the morning, picked me up and, you know, she came, she came to some of WordCamp stuff, but um, during the day, but mostly she went and did beach stuff and hung out on pool top uh, or rooftop pools with other um, travel companions that were at WordCamp and that kind of thing. Uh, but she drove in Athens and I don't know if you picture the craziest drivers you've ever driven amongst like prior to this i would have said puerto rico san juan puerto rico like absolute insanity athens puts everybody to shame it is like there is not a car without a scratch and my badass daughter like literally drove this little beat up peugeot that we rented all over athens um a couple times in tears because we did get sideswiped once and somebody like Mm. yeah it, it people can be mean but um, she, she hats off to her. She's like, "Do you want to drive?" I'm like, "No freaking way! You you rented the car. I'm not insured, honey." Listen, I don't even like driving in Miami. Okay, <laughs> so like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to drive in a place like that. Where also, because I assume it's the left. It's the quote unquote no, wrong so, side. Right? No, not in, in Athens. It's the same oh. as we have here. So we're okay, driving cool. on the right side, the right hand side of the road. Yeah. See, I've never had to drive on the left hand side, and that alone is same. like unbearably scary to me I am yeah certain I'm gonna crash into everything so but major shout out honestly to um Codable who was who, who I'm trying to, Codable Yoast and I think there was another company that did the put on the pride party it was the party to attend at WordCamp Europe and my daughter was loving it we we ubered there so that she could have a couple beverages there they didn't hand out drink tickets you just drink whatever and however much you wanted um there were drag queens who did drag shows 
it was like, it was open, fun, people could be themselves. And it was just such an amazing event. And uh, my daughter's a DJ. Now she's like, I want to DJ these parties for people in the future. So I put her in touch with the proper people. So we'll see what happens. Nice. Yeah, definitely want to give a shout out to Mike Demo for those pride parties. There was one in uh, Work Camp Asia earlier in the year. And I think there's been like maybe two others at various other events. And they yes, had a great child of Mike Demo. And I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, yeah, he's pretty awesome. As a matter of fact, I had COVID last week. He was texting me or messaging me. I'm going to keep sneezing. Sorry. He was messaging me like, hey, this is where you can go online to get an online telemed appointment. This is, you know, this they'll actually send you your medication. They'll have it delivered to you. This is the extra hydration you need. Order this thing. Like he literally got me through COVID this last week. So major shout out to Mike. Yay. Wonderful. Cool. So, well, we were talking about your badass daughter and I was going to say, speaking of badass women, and then we went into to, to talking about demo. So yes, I uh, <laughs> circling back, speaking to badass women, um, our topic today, which I'm really excited about is, um, yeah, just chatting about the importance of the importance and the methods in which women can support other women in tech and in this industry and in general, because mm -hmm. that's important Absolutely. too. Yeah. So it's your idea. So I'll let you launch us off. Oh, I, that's all I got. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Episode over. Bye. That's it. So <laughs> I, I love shouting out other women. Um, I use Twitter a lot. I know other people are love, hate relationships with Twitter or whatever, but I still use Twitter a lot and I love shouting out other women and, and boosting other women and talking about uh, what other women in tech are doing and how they are just killing it. Right. And, you know, we all, you know, right around the time we have like national international women's day and things like that. We oftentimes have people will start a chain like, Hey, you know, tag all the badass women in tech that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And those are great. I love them. And I'm, and I've done them before I've started them. I participated in them and no shade to any of that because any opportunity you have to shout out other women, I'm all about it. But last month, I think it was last month, uh, time is irrelevant now. It could have been a month and a half. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I want to shout out about some women who are doing some pretty awesome work, but I'm only going to shout out like I think I did four. And honestly, I don't I'm, I'm going to paraphrase what I said because I don't even remember who what I ascribed to who. But instead of saying, hey, shouting out these four women and just tagging them. I did that like thing that you see on tote bags, <laughs> like <laughs> like, uh, you know, like um uh, advocate like um, Susan B. Anthony and mm. make, you know, and help others like uh, Harriet Tubman, like that kind of thing. Right. And so I did that, but I tagged women with specifically some of the things that they do. Like I, I tagged you, I tagged Nyasha. I if you if you hear clicking, that's me trying to find the tweet so that we can actually. Thank you. <laughs> I would love if I would love that if you could find the tweet. Um, I may have actually I may have actually um, bookmarked it because oftentimes I try to go back and find those things. So um, you know, but of course I did not. So <laughs> whatever. Anyway, um, I basically said along the lines of like you know use your voice like Ali Nimmons, um, advocate like Nyasha Green. And, you know, some of those, um, some of those um, women that, I, oh, good. Will you read it so that I can remember <laughs> exactly what it says? May 20th, so it's actually ex almost exactly a week, uh, a month ago. Speak out like Allie Nimmons, stand up like Nida or Naisha Green, educate like Jill Binder, be resilient like Carol Olinger, Olinger, o Olinger, mm -hmm. Olinger. Help me add to the list, hashtag women in WordPress. 
And boy, did people ever start adding to the list. And mm-hmm. some people just tagged people, which is what we've done in the past. And that's great. But others actually followed suit in the same way. Mm-hmm. And like document like Milana Sap and like those kinds of like those kinds of things people are adding that specifically pointing out some of the specific strengths and contributions mm-hmm. that women in WordPress specifically, I think, um, in this case, are are giving back to the community and the strengths and um, contributions that they have made. And I loved that. I didn't even realize when I did it that like people were like, people are retweeting it. People are still referring back to it. Like last week, somebody's like, hey, Michelle, I uh, had a tweet like this. Let me find the thread and tagged me as they retweeted the thread to somebody else. And other people commented, I've seen tweet threads that tag women, but this one went above and beyond and and ascribed to those women the things that they do. And I thought, wow, that is so freaking cool. Um, I love that I started it. I mean, the, the idea of how to do that, certainly not mine, not taking credit for that, but started this tweet thread in a way that really allowed people to sing the praises of other women. And men participated, absolutely. But more women shouted out women in this mm-hmm. case. Yeah. And as you and I were talking about this beforehand, we wanted to talk about not just how anybody can raise women up, which obviously men can raise women up in our, in our, in technology too. We love it when they do. We love the participation. It's all about equity, but it's really something else when women can support and raise up other women as well, because it doesn't always happen. And you had something to say about that. So I'm going to let you pop in here with that idea. Yeah. I mean, so here in the West, or in America, or I'm not exactly sure the, the breadth of that, but there's kind of this idea. I feel like women tend to be very competitive with other women. Um, we There are structures in our society that make it kind of feel like we have to compete with each other, or, you know, there's this, this cattiness, this competitiveness, not all the time, but a lot of the time. And so I feel like sometimes it's important to be very intentional about supporting and uplifting and helping other women. Um, It's kind of like, you know, we all want space at the table and there's kind of this feeling that there's not enough space for all of us, right? Um, Which is totally not true. So what I loved about your tweet thread the most is there are so many ways that you can be performative about supporting people. And, you know, we had a couple of of examples of that in the WordPress community a while back when, you know, people would post these lists about, you know, the the top 20 rock stars to follow in WordPress and blah, blah, blah. And that are just, they're just clickbait. They're just traffic bait um, because they don't provide context. Like if you just list a bunch of people, that doesn't mean anything to me. If I don't know the people's names, if I don't know what they do, if I don't know what they believe and what they stand for, it's just names. Why should I care about that? And so the way that you did that thread and the way that threads like that are done not only like gives other people context for that person, but it allows the person you're talking about to really feel seen and appreciated and not just like another person on a list, right? So like, um, like the ones that you used about me and Nia and Jill and Carol are so specific to, to us. And like when people say things like that about me, it makes me feel so much more like proud of the impact that I've made rather than someone just tweeting like, oh yeah, Ali's awesome, you should follow her. 
it, it's it's just so much more validating. And then like going down and seeing what other people say, like one of the, the first replies that I see is from Matt Cromwell. And he said like, know your stuff and stand up and deliver all the damn time, like Taylor Walden. And like anyone who knows Taylor, that's Taylor. And like, yep, absolutely. it's just so much more impactful that way. And it's so much more um, helpful and efficient and like, positive to actually take the time to think about okay well what's what's a couple of words that really succinctly sums up this person and mm -hmm. you know it just makes me feel a lot better if i mentioned on one of those lists if it's in that way rather than you know some other way and i mean that tweet your tweet has over 100 likes on it it has 27 retweets like people yeah people really got into that because almost it's it, it, like you made it kind of like a game as well kind of gamified it right. where it's like okay well now i gotta think of like who i want to mention and how i want to mention them um oh my god my favorite one though <laughs> my favorite one yes is the tweet that says innovate like elon musk motivate like tony robbins i know <laughs> from some ai <laughs> writing content plugin thing yeah. and you what just did i go, respond well those aren't women in wordpress lol <laughs> It's like, okay, great. You fully missed the point. Thanks a Big lot. Big old fail, AI. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, all of these replies and like, yeah, some people just tried to cram in as many people as possible, which is lovely. But some people yeah. really like took the game to heart and, um, you know, tried to think of things. And like, um, some people like literally, so like uh, when Stina tweeted presidents presence and creativity like Picha and then she tagged you and me and asked if we've met Picha and I'm like of course uh -huh. I've met Picha but I appreciate yeah. the intentionality oh, yeah. of making the connection and mm -hmm. you know not just naming a name but being like you sh you two people should know this person right like there's just so much more interactivity available in in a post like this um and I mean I've a lot of the sexism and also ageism, which mm -hmm. ageism is not just like discrimination against older people. I've experienced a lot of discrimination in this community as being younger than the average person. Most of that has come from other women. Mm -hmm. And it's really frustrating because it's like you should like you should know better, right? Like we should be able to to support and uplift each other a lot more easily. Um, like it should be more second nature to us to be able to do that. Um, yeah. And so seeing a way that we can do that intentionally is really helpful and really refreshing. Yeah. We hope you're learning a lot from the podcast. If you have any questions or need specialized help making your space more diverse, equitable, or inclusive, book a consulting session, audit, or strategy service with us. Just go to underrepresentedintech.com slash services for more information. Back to the show. I think a lot of the time it goes back to, like you said, like the seat of the table. It's not even the seat of the table. We've been thrown scraps from the table for so long as women in technology. It's like whatever's left over, the women get to have a chance at or, oh, we'll let, we'll let Michelle take a stab at it and then we'll correct whatever she's, you know, we don't like about the work that she does or whatever. And I'm not saying that's my current situation. Please don't read that into that. But that's what historically ha has happened for women in WordPress and, and women in technology. So there are fewer scraps to go around even than there are seats at the table. And so I think sometimes there's this like 
dog eat dog mentality, right? That when the scraps hit the floor, we've got to scramble and take what we can for ourselves. Other women be damned. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore. And, and it shouldn't be like that anymore. And honestly, if I get half a piece of bread, I'm going to tear it in half and give you the other half, Allie. And yeah. we both get a quarter of a piece of bread, right? Uh-huh. Um, but not everybody has that mentality still. And like you said, some of the some of the biggest sexist comments, well, there are a few other men in that I've blocked that totally. <laughs> have made bigger comments, but there are women who have made incredibly misogynistic comments too. And I and I wonder, it's like, who hurt you, right? Yeah. Like, like the, that old trope, like, well, who hurt you to say that about, to speak out against other women? But it, but it might not even be a who hurt you. It might just be that mindset and the area that they live or whatever. And I'm a few weeks back when I was in Oklahoma City, um, it was the week that WordPress turned 20 and Cloudways had reached out to me and asked me to do a talk. And I did a talk on, um, on representation and global representation in WordPress. And then they said, hey, would you also run a panel for us on women in WordPress? And I said, absolutely. And um, Laura Nelson from the UK was on that panel. Milana Sop from Serbia was on that panel. And Afshana Dia from uh, Bangladesh. And then poor Winstina, she had the time wrong. She showed up for the last 10 minutes. So Winstina was actually on that panel too. Uh, Winstina Hughes from the US. And you know, I, I started asking the questions that we often get asked and that people actually want to hear the answers to is like, what's the hardest thing that's happened that, you know, what's the hardest thing that you've dealt with as a woman in WordPress? And what are some of the wins that you've had as a woman in WordPress? And to hear Milana talk was really interesting because she's like, basically, not that she doesn't get it, because of course she understands that she's an incredibly intelligent woman, but she's like, I don't see that here. Mm-hmm. Where I live in Serbia, I have just as many, just a, just as much opportunity as men in technology here. And so for her, it's like, it's an academic issue. It's like, I, I don't experience that. She believes that other women do, of course, but she doesn't experience that. And then to hear Afshana talk from Bangladesh, where that is absolutely not the, not the same experience for women in technology and in WordPress in Bangladesh, where it's very much a patriarchal society and women are still looking for those scraps thrown from the table, so to speak. Um, My words, not hers. Um, And to see, and then to hear Laura talk about the fact that she put on WordPress, um, or WordCamp, I think it was London once, and got 60% women speakers. Mm-hmm. And how what a huge um, accomplishment and and how great that felt to be able to have women um, in those spots and how for her that was such a win. Um, nobody says, well, I got 60% male speakers. All right, let's go, right? Like it's because that's just how it always is. But and then when we when we see equality and equity with women in technology, we have to celebrate it because it isn't the norm for us to do that. And so to hear those different experiences from women in different parts of the world was really eye-opening because I mean, I'm in North America. We have hubris here. We think that we are the most progressive nation in the world. The truth is when it comes to underrepresentation, we are not. (laughs) We are not the most progressive nation in the world. We are far behind um, in, in disability accommodation. We are very far behind in racial equality and equity. We are very far behind in uh, women's equality and equity. Um, and I'm sure many other areas that I, LGBTQ, for example, like all of the underrepresented areas, we are not at the top of our game. And we are not at the top of the list of progression and um, inclusion. We're as progressive and, uh, as so much of this country is for as advanced as so much of this country is, 
we are not where we need to be. And like, obviously there are so many places in the world where these things are worse. I was just having a conversation with my husband the other day of like, you know, there are places in the world where it is literally illegal to be gay. Right. And there are systems here, like you can be killed just for being gay. Just if the government finds out, you're done. And there are systems here in which you could be killed for things and the government won't necessarily do a lot about it. And it's like, right. Well, what's it's illegal, but yeah. Yeah. It's not illegal to be black, but still got a lot of people dying for being black, you know, not to, not to bring the whole message of the podcast down, but you know, no, but, but it's true. Right. So we are not as progressive as we think we are. There's so much hubris here in in the United States. And so to hear other women from around the world, speak as to as to how they've been more included and less included kind of puts you it helps you figure out where on the spectrum that you are and and let's face it different companies um value people differently to right here in the united states i could work for one company that values my opinion just like anybody else or another company that doesn't because i'm a woman or because i'm an under any underrepresented group and so there's no um one kind of answer for any particular environment either i guess yeah. is what i'm trying to say absolutely but so if you if you had the top three things that you think that w- women can do to support and promote other women within technology what would some of those things be it's hmm. a good question um i mean there are so many things what are three things <laughs> um <laughs> i think I you think, want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Well, I- okay, so so I'll do the first one. For me, if you know of an opening at your company or another, and you know of a woman who would be a good fit for that company, don't only just encourage her to apply for it, but talk her up to the person who's in that position, the hiring position. Because if you honestly feel that that woman would be the best person in that, in that space, then advocate for her to have that job if it's a job that she wants to have. So I think that's a great way that we can support other women in our space for sure. So you got one? Yes. Um, I think honestly, just maintaining a non immediately beneficial relationship with other women, right? Like Mm -hmm. there are certain, I would just say people in this community, right? Who only message me or only, you know, contact me when they need something, when they need a favor, when they need me to share something for them, like when they have a question about how something works and the people that I will advocate for and go to bat for and bring opportunities to are the people who like, just check in on me, right? Like just send me a message to ask me how I'm doing or if I tweet something that they like or that connects with them, like they let me know or, you know, they share things with me based off of a common interest or, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to like build a best friendship with every single woman in the community, like treat people like people not like opportunities Mm -hmm. not like you know networking you know opportunities and Mm -hmm. that will because so much of being successful in 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 these sorts of communities are about feeling like you belong and feeling like Mm -hmm. there are people on your side and feeling like you can be heard and that confidence can help you get to where you want to get to right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah like uplifting each other, not even just in professional ways, but in just human being ways. And, you know, yeah. saying, I got you, like, I appreciate you. Um, 
there are a handful of women that last time there was drama on Twitter um, DM'd me and were just like, hey, I know you are probably upset right now. And I just want to tell you, like, I love you. I support you. I'm here for you if you want to talk, you know. And that means so much when you are feeling isolated for any reason. Yeah, absolutely. That one is really important to me. I I will add that we need to celebrate each other's victories and celebrate each other's successes mm-hmm. in a way that only elevates and only only lifts up the other person. Um, it's so easy to lump ourselves in and want to kind of cling to and tail ride each other's successes. I could say I'm so excited for Allie. I knew her back when she blah 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 and bring it back around to me. But instead, I can be like. Oh my God, uh, Allie Nimmons is like creating content for LinkedIn Learning. Let's mm-hmm. like give her a hand. And if you know somebody that's looking to learn WordPress, send them to this course um, yeah. instead of at all putting myself in it. Right. So just lifting each other up and celebrating each other's successes, I think, is one way that we can, and, and publicly, right? Not just like DMing you and saying congratulations on the LinkedIn Learning courses, but to, to, to say publicly, whether you're using Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it is, to tag you and talk about your success and only raise you up in what you're doing. And I would bounce off of that and say, like, you know, prioritizing what people do. So, for example, if you're at a WordCamp and you are choosing between and I'm not I'm not saying none of what we ever say about uplifting and supporting women means put down men. Right. Of course. Not. Like, yeah, it sucks sure. that we have to say that. But I feel like I have to say that none of this means I understood men are less important or you, you we're not whatever. misandrists we're, no. we are not misandrists at all we absolutely no. support everybody but yes continue i feel like there are a lot of times where um you know if you're at an event physical or virtual um maybe prioritize making sure that at least you're going to a 50 50 split of male and female speakers right mm-hmm. like I don't have statistics about how many attendees go to each whatever. I know that there are more like circuit WordPress famous speakers who are men who draw bigger audiences. So like Mm -hmm. being intentional of like, okay, I've seen this guy talk a bajillion times. I'm going to go to this woman's talk and support her and be there for her and ask her questions and like, you know, be an active audience member for her talk. Um, I think is really impactful because something that really sucks that I feel like we don't really talk about is when minorities are able to speak at WordPress events, when they do manage to get accepted and then nobody goes to their session or Mm -hmm. there's a handful of people in their session Mm -hmm. and how discouraging that feels. Um, So one of the things that I think we can do universally, not even just for women, prioritize underrepresented speakers when you can, you know, um, mm-hmm. again, not saying avoid the white male speakers sessions. If there's something you want to go to and hear, but you know, we always talk about uh, this work is intentional, right? It has to be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So ensure maybe there's two SEO talks at the same time, go to the female talk, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have waxed on for quite a long time, so I, I think we should probably curtail it here. Um, we do, we get a lot of DMs. We get a lot of people DMing one or the other of us sometimes on our um, 
on our Twitter account for underrepresented in tech. But if you have something you'd like to share about any of the things that we talk about, we want to hear from you. You can fill out the form on our website. You can tag us on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever. Um, And you can always DM us if it's something that you really feel passionately about, but aren't ready to talk about publicly. We are happy to hear about topics that you want to hear about because you may not be ready to talk about them publicly or may not feel like you have the platform to do that, but we certainly are not afraid to go into any topic. I yeah. think we, we have proof of that over and again. So, um, so. yeah, we want to hear from you. So yeah. we want to celebrate you too. So if there's anything that you want to hear, let us know. Absolutely. And uh, we will, as barring, and I'm, I've just had COVID, so I'm not going to be able to get it again. Hopefully, knock wood. We will be here next week. I don't know what our topic will be because we never really know until what's yeah. going on. Um, we are also... Um, you know, just working up towards our 100th episode. So in two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks we'll be on our 100th episode. So yeah. let us know what it is that you've enjoyed about the show. And if you have a quote for us, we'd love to read it on our 100th episode too. So until then, Allie, we'll see you next time. See you next time. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. The Blogsmith. The Blogsmith is a holistic content marketing agency for B2B technology brands that creates data-driven content with a great reader experience. Visit theblogsmith.com to learn more. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.